2: And now, we return to the purveyors of real
3: estate knowledge. Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for staying with us. This is Your Real Estate Chalk Talk brought to you by the Hitner Group at Cobo Banker Realty. hitnergroup.com 612-627-8000. That's 612-627-8000. We're speaking with James Dossum, and we were talking about uh, hail damage and window replacement. And when we were out a break, I was just mentioning that on my house, they said uh, the contractor said not enough money to replace the windows. Uh, they brought out a window expert. That this is what he does. He looks at windows and he writes up the report to present to the insurance company, and then they do the negotiation with the insurance company based on what current law is and, and all that stuff. How does that – I don't even know how that conversation goes because I've, I've heard nothing. It's you know, two weeks ago, and I've heard nothing.
2: Sure. Uh, majority of the claims that I've experienced has been mainly roof, roof siding, but when the windows get involved, sometimes they'll go – I don't want to say it, make it sound terrible, but round and round and round, right? They're going to go, your, your contractor is going to have to come back, what they call a supplement, to the adjuster saying, we found more damage or mm. you know additional damage that your original um, settlement didn't cover. And it does take more time. It does take more people involved. It'd be nice if the same adjuster could... could could take you from A to Z. Mm-hmm. Doesn't always work that way, but uh, it isn't uncommon when it's
3: so. A second adjuster would get involved. Are no, you saying well, or like well, a, maybe I, ho- I hope boss not. Or ho- or?
2: Hopefully not. Hopefully okay. the first adjuster can handle it all. But mm-hmm. in some occasions, if, if you know if he's not giving you the response you want, you may have to take escalate
1: it. escalate a little bit.
2: Exactly. So
1: you said something in the first segment that I wanted to spend a couple minutes on, and that was you said if your policy is written correctly. Um I was speaking with a gentleman just this past week. He's with uh, another company, um, and that company was giving him just a portion of money. That it's, a, it's like an eight-plex unit, and he's giving him just a small amount to cover the roof. And I said, well, what kind of insurance policy do you have that doesn't have replacement cost coverage on your roof? Uh, So talk about writing the policy correctly to be adequately covered in the event of a hailstorm.
2: Sure. Absolutely. More and more insurance companies are going to what they call a payment schedule, which means that based on the age of your roof, they may pay you 70% instead Mm of 100%. It's a way, A, for you to save a little bit of money on your premium, but B, for the insurance company to save money money. on their end. In Minnesota, we have a lot of hailstorms. I think we had four last year. The insurance companies are having losses. They're losing money and and having to raise premiums, which nobody likes. I don't Mm -hmm. like that, but that is, that is the reason. So a lot of carriers are going to that payment schedule. There are a few of them, um, that only do, uh, replacement cost, um, but a lot of them are having that option, and sometimes it's out of my control. Based on the on the year of the roof, some carriers won't even touch it if it's over 15 years old. They will, they will mm-hmm. either decline the risk or you know they'll they'll non-renew you once they get to a certain age. So it is a mm-hmm. problem. It is, it is it is an issue because the losses are just they're they're significant in Minnesota. Interesting.
0: Well, and I saw an article this morning when I was reading that <clears throat> State Farm is now pulling out of the state of California. So pretty interesting. Just. Because of high claims. And they're going on in this article to say, I wonder what's going to happen in Florida and some of these other big hurricane states if major carriers are just going to say we're, we're out.
1: They had a big run-up on tent home coverage that they tried to um, tried to ensure blanket policies on tent structures on
3: the street. Really? I think that yes. was it. Really? California?
1: Yeah, and the homeless encampments and things like that. They wanted to have homeowners insurance coverage
3: on the tents. Really? <laughs> Who's paying the premium on that deal?
1: The, st- the state. Oh, my God. Supplemented by federal tax dollars. Mm. You didn't hear you about did. that?
3: No, I didn't hear about that one. <laughs> no, I'm joking. That's all. He's oh, all joking. Thank you. But, hey, good news. Cannabis but what happened? Like, my insurance premiums went up 30% this year. You know, oh,
0: you should shop that.
3: That well, you know, not now because I'm <laughs> in the middle of a claim. <laughs> they don't. The next insurer is going to say, "Yeah, he's a good risk because he's got a new roof on a new, new roof on there. We setting. love it. Yeah, He's good." Um, so then, the, what happens then if you have a a high uh, uh, claim state? Everyone on my on my street now. Then my next door neighbor just got a new roof put on. My the neighbor across the street's getting a new roof put on and i'm I'm assuming that those are different insurance companies, but th- your point is well taken mm-hmm. I mean everyone on the street's getting a new roof, right, and uh you know some are paying more or less than the other, but it's it's good fodder for talking to the claims adjuster because it's like, well, obviously they had damage across the street, so I must ha- have damage as well. but what happens when you you haven't... would
1: think one would think one would think I've made three claims on my roof, really? and my neighbors have gotten two roofs. All of literally all of my neighbors have gotten two roofs since I've lived there, and I've been denied every time. Oh, for yielding. Mm-hmm. I'll He's give got you the nicest name of roof. Uh,
3: my contractor because they they've been pretty good so far. Yeah. Okay, so um, how does that impact? Then we've got certain companies like. Like Calvin was saying, they're just saying, okay, we're not writing any more policies in the state. Do they cancel all the policies, or do they wait till they run out, or just say they're not going to renew, or what happens? They can't cancel them.
2: Um, they can non-renew. They can pull they out just of non-renew. the state. Yeah, yeah they typically yeah. non-renew. Um, they can't just cancel them. But uh, yeah, I don't have any carriers I work with. I foresee that happening. But I, you know, the rate increases are are real. They're coming. Whether it's ten percent, fifteen percent, again, nobody likes it. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but. They, can't, they have to stay profitable. Otherwise, right. they're all gone. there's going to be a problem. But
3: there, I'd notice as I'm driving around the, the country and flying into Dallas and going to Fort Worth, and all the big buildings, all the big tall buildings mm-hmm. have insurance company names on them. Mm-hmm. So, Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There
1: might be a reason for that.
3: There, yeah, there might be some profit in it. Um, as an independent agent then, how do you assess that? Does it matter, a uh, point in case that – you know, I'm having my roof replaced, so I'll have a new roof. We've got new siding putting on. I'm, I'm kind of vacillating between putting on uh, a, a LP smart siding versus, or a James Hardy siding, which is all concrete. Uh, they're saying that, well, the concrete siding, because it's fireproof, doesn't burn, that my insurance rates will be better. Does that factor in, really?
2: i 've not seen the siding. The roof is huge. every carrier when you have a new roof you're, we want your business okay. and they will you 'll pay lower pre, significantly lower premium fifty percent of what you 're paying to have a, a new roof uh, The siding. I haven't seen that adjust the premium. Based on the quality of the material, it'll adjust the rebuild cost of your home. So Mm. if you have a nicer, you know, a uh, higher-priced siding than what you had, then it might modify that. But I don't see that it's going to – there's no discount for a new siding That's any of the carriers that I've ever worked with.
3: And And there's no discount for going from one material like a vinyl siding to a concrete siding? Nothing. Nothing in there. Okay, so the mm. advertising campaign was a lie. That was a, that was a lie. <laughs> right yeah, on there, ne- sure. I mean,
0: Yeah, just, news to me. So can I shift gears a little mm-hmm. bit? I just want James to just touch on um, we've known each other quite a while. In your in your past life, you were a captive agent. Can you just explain the difference between captive and independent now and, and why you made that switch and why you started your own Yeah. Um, Independent agency.
2: Absolutely. So, so the word captive just means I had one product to offer all my clients, and so if you didn't fit in that little shoebox of their 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 target market, mm-hmm. you weren't going to get the most favorable premiums. And so, after seven years, um, it made things more and more difficult to grow and, and meet my goals. And so, I went independent because now I have a lot of different shoeboxes, mm. different sizes, different types, different zip codes you know, and so I have a lot more opportunities to say yes than to say no. And it makes everybody a little bit more happy and, you know, helps me serve more clients' needs.
0: What do you do when you run across, because, you know, on the mortgage side, obviously credit is such a big deal. Does credit come into play on your side? And if somebody's got, so that question number one, question number two, if they have banged up credit, how do you address that? And do you have carriers that don't judge based on credit?
2: Sure. So we call it an insurance score, but it is directly tied into their credit. We're not pulling their FICO. It's not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. But they they know. They, they can tell based on a bunch of different factors what, yep. that, what that score is. And it does impact their premium. I don't know specifically a certain carrier that doesn't take it into consideration. I use... A comparative rater, and so I punch in the information and I just go with the top three that have the lowest premium. And so, um, there isn't a magic company that is best for, for poor credit versus one they all want the best of the best, right? Mm-hmm. We all want yep. that 850 <laughs> yeah. uh, client with zero claims, but mm-hmm. um, that's not reality. So, um, no, I just work with the companies uh, and, and see who spits out the best because it's not always going to be company A or B mm-hmm. because they might not like the zip code that that buyer is buying in. So
0: Okay. Who do, you, who do you sell for the most right now in your independent agency? Is there a couple companies that you really like?
2: There, there's a handful of companies that are really good right now that have, have, have been good to my clients. Uh, Nationwide, Safeco, Travelers, those are all good okay. ones. There's there's tons, many more. Those are the, the ones that I've found a lot of success with.
0: Okay. And one of the things I've, I know that you do such a good job is you're very consultative. So talk, we have a minute left. Talk about that a little bit about your approach when you talk with a client.
2: Sure, absolutely. Well, I want to get to know them a little bit. Obviously, building a relationship is important. Understanding what they do for an occupation, their family, um, you know, knowing a little bit about them so we can properly cover them. The cheap insurance is not is not good for anybody. We right. want to make sure that we have the right limits of liability. We want to make sure we have an umbrella policy. We want to make sure that if something bad happens, we're there for you and that if anything really really bad happens, they're coming after the insurance company and not not your personal assets. We want that bucket of insurance to be to be bigger than that your personal your personal bucket.
3: Give your contact information one more time. Sure,
2: James Tolson at uh, Preserve Group, mypreservegroup.com. You can reach me at 651 651- Seven two eight four
3: All right, we got to go out and pay some bills right now. This is a real estate chalk talk with the Hitner Group at Caldwell Banker Realty. 612 627 8000, and we'll be right back.